0: Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi say. This is Parsha parasha Fayetze, is a packed Parsha, Many things to learn from. After Yaakov Avinu is running away from his brother Asav, who wants to kill him, at the instruction of his parents, he heads to Haran, to his uncle Lavan, to get married to one of his daughters, Rachel Oleyah. And on the way he stops off in Yeshiva Shem Ve'eva for 14 years and then uh, when he's on his way to get, to get to Charan he falls asleep and he has a dream and he sees the whole Aset for Kali Yisrael the whole future for Kali Yisrael realizing that he fell asleep in the Makim Mikdash, by Maria and when he wakes up he continues to Charan and he meets Rachel and he gets brought to his Uncle Lavan and he realizes at this point right now I'm 84 years old I haven't got married yet, haven't been married yet, and I haven't had any children, it's time to build the twelve shrotan that he knew that was supposed to come out from him. Now everybody knew that Rachel Rifu had two sons, Yaakov and Esav, and Lavan had two daughters, Rachel and Maya, and there would seem to be an understood agreement that the older son would get married to the older daughter and the younger son would get married to the younger daughter. And that's the reason why the pastor tells us that her eyes were worn out from crying because she knew that she was going to fall to Esau and she was um, informed over, throughout the years that he was in Russia. And she was crying, and crying, and crying not to fall into the hands of Esau or Russia. But Rachel knew that she was going to go to Yaakov. The pastor tells us that he worked for her for seven years. Rachel bit Tana. He told Yaakov, for Rachel, your, your younger daughter, He was worried that, being that his father, Moravan, was not that honest, that, um, to say the least, that maybe he would try to trick him and give him the older daughter, Leah. So he decided to make up simanim, a certain code with Rachel Imeinu, that she should know these these, these simanim, and then when when they get married that night, he'll be able to know that that it's Rachel by, by her knowing these simanim. All of these the Daf Keni tells us that he taught her the main halachas that a woman has to know for marriage. Halchos Nida, halchos first of chala, taking of chala, and halchos deneris, halchos of the deneris. And when she would know these halachas and be well versed in these halachas, he would know that this is Rachel and not Leah. Now, like like, like Yaakov suspected, Lavan decided to trick Yaakov to give Leah instead. The oldest, she's the older daughter and, uh, and and he was going to put Leia there instead know, realizing that as a result of this his, her sister Leia is going to be terribly terribly embarrassed so she decided that she's going to intervene and that she's going to give the Simonim over to Leia she taught the Simonim over to Leia and as a result of that Yaakov was tricked by by Levon, and then said when he woke up in the morning, then he found out that it was Leia instead of Rachel, and he got very upset at, at uh, Levon, and he said, You tricked me, and he got upset at Leia, and he called her Amyasa, Abarama, you're the trickster, the, the child of the trickster. And how, could, how could this have been done? <coughs> and, uh, and then he goes on to marry Rachel afterwards, he works for Rachel as well. Now, this Kayach of Vitor. This Kayach of Rachel Menor be giving up her, her, her own future for the benefit of not embarrassing her sister, was something which was something that was done that was a tremendous chutz for Gedali Yisrael. The famous Medrash in Eicha, the Medrash says that after by his mother's chutz be samidosh, so all the Gedali Yisrael came as a, as a defending attorney. For Kali Yisrael to try to get Kari Yisrael to come back from their golems being sent away from the base of Mikdush. Abel Avinu spoke up and he said, Look, as a Swift I brought my son to the Akeda, please bring Kari Yisrael back. Yitzchak Avinu, Avinu said, As a Swift that I let myself be put on the Akeda, let Kari Yisrael come back. Yaakov Avinu said, As a Swift that I, it, I was, was, was loyal and straight and uh, worked straight and loyally with my father in for 20 years, and even though it was so difficult, let that be a script for Klay to come back. My Shurban said the that I was the very Nehman for Klay Yisro, and I bled Klay Yisro for 40 years, let that be the for Klay to come back. And all of them, although they were very, very worthy and special requests that they had, Kershvokal said that's not enough to do it. Klay Yisro cannot come back because of that. So roughly Menuh stood up and said I, I, let, let, let this be ischus. I was supposed to get married to Yaakov Avinu and to have the whole future of the Shatan coming out for me and when I saw that my sister was going to be embarrassed and, and by her not knowing the simanim that my husband gave to me I gave them over to her and I also wanted to be embarrassed and I stayed there under the bed uh, to be able, so that Yaakov wouldn't be able to tell that it's her voice and as a result of that, made sure that my sister shouldn't get embarrassed. And even though it was hard for me to give up my whole future and to I gave that everything up for for my sister not to be embarrassed, please Akkarah Brahu, please cry yourself and allow them to be able to come back from their golos. And that the Brahu said, Yeshkhalapullah the to your actions, the reward for your actions, the bottom and your children will come back to their barriers, they'll be coming back to their boundaries, and they'll be coming back to from their gulfs. So there was a tremendous thing that Rahli Menu did. And we have to try to understand how great it really was. Why was it and why was it such a big scus? Malebi Ral in the safe of Anchumish, he he has quite a few pages discussing this this suja, the suja of Rahl Menu's Vita are giving in to Uh, you know, her own personal needs in order to be able to avoid embarrassment of her sister Leah. Uh, We'll share some of his ideas. He first goes to expound on trying to really understand how great this veto was, how great this giving up was. You have to imagine, here she is. Like we mentioned before, she was destined to go to the Akalavidu, Raghadaladuah. And now, her sister's going to be embarrassed and she has the whole future ahead of her. The Shvatim are going to come out from her. And she's going to be married to the Gadol Adar, And now, her sister's embarrassed. So she's giving that all up. Here, you take it. I'm putting it into your hands. Just giving over the marriage in itself is something remarkable. But it goes even further than that. There's different opinions whether Rachel and Menuh knew that Yaakov was going to marry her afterwards. One opinion says that she that she... She, you know, she thought, that's it, okay? I'm giving it to her, I'm giving it up, I don't want to be embarrassed, and now she's not marrying Yaakov anymore. Now, what was the alternative? Esav. So, at this point, she knew that she's giving up her whole ruchnius, her whole spiritual grow, uh, potential, which she's going to grow together with Yaakov, you know, and now f- to be married to Esav, possibly, because, because she doesn't want her sisters to get embarrassed. And even according to the other opinions that say that she knew that she was Going to be Yaakov's wife. Like the Chazal tell us that she said I, that she brought another wife into the house. But she knew that she's not going to be the first wife anymore. She knew she was going to be the second wife. She's going to be the Achay Sisha, the sister of the wife, which normally a person is not allowed to be married, the two sisters, and the second wife's marriage doesn't count. Well, the first wife's marriage counts because she's the first wife, and that was Leah. So now, even though here she was married to Yaakov Avinu, but Yaakov Avinu was only allowed to be married to her, according to Ramban, when they were in Chutzlarets. Because in Eretz Yisrael, the always kept the whole Torah, which means including the issue of marrying a sister, a wife's sister. And that's why the Ramban explains as soon as Yaakov Avinu came into Eretz Yisrael with his family, shortly afterwards, Rakhul Yisrael was nifter. Because at that point, he couldn't be married to two sisters. And she was, she, by this Vita, by giving up, she was making herself now into the second, into the second wife. But it's even more than that. Besides for giving up her whole future, besides giving making herself into the second wife, she did it in a way that she tried to make it as, as smooth as possible that Leia shouldn't even realize what, what, what she did for her and to be able to think that, you know, this is my regular husband. First of all, like we mentioned before, that the Shimadim that were given over were the halachas, the regular halachas that a regular married girl, a girl getting married has to know. Shon Shodron, I think, explains that when she gave it over to her, she gave it over to Wei. It's like, you know, listen, you know, I was supposed to get married to our cousin Yaakov over here. And for some reason, our father's not allowing that to happen. She wants to, and now, uh, you know, once you're doing that, I might as well tell you that. She didn't tell the secret the secret codes over here, and you have to know this. She just did it in a way, like, I'm just going to prepare you for marriage. So there was Leah didn't even pick up, according to this, that she did anything that great for her. And the place that it plays itself out so much is later on in the parasha. After Leah already has four sons, and each one of them gave their maidservants over to Yaakov to, for another two sons each, and Rachel still doesn't have children. And then the son of Leah and her oldest son of Chor, Reuven, the pasuk says, Reuven went out in the day in the, in the, in the season where they will cut wheat, the time of the, season, of the year that they cut wheat. When he went out into the fields, he found that there were Dudaim that were growing in the field. Dudaim are a type of herb or plant that assists a woman a woman in being able to conceive, being able to have children. So he saw these Dudaim. He collected them, and he brought them back for his mother Leah. The Pasuk says that Rachel said to Leah at that point, when she saw that Reuven was coming with his Dudaim, the can you give me some of those from your son? All of a sudden they opens up her mouth and says to Rahul this point, Bataimala, he says to her like you know, she's like, you know, that's it. that's it. You know, basically you took my wife my my husband away from me, right? So the Now you want to go ahead and take away these his herbs, his plants, the design that my son bought too—he's taking everything away from me. So Rachel said, "You know, you know I understand. You know, uh, you know. So that's the case. But, but you know, tonight's gonna be your night. The guestel comes to you, and you know, in exchange for some of the design, that you, the design that you're gonna give to me. Now, it's a remarkable thing that happened over here." Here we have Rockley Manu gave away her whole life like we mentioned before to Leia not to embarrass her sister. And then she tried to do as much as she can to as much as she can to play it down. But she shouldn't even realize it. But here should have been the straw that broke the camel's back. Here at this point when Rockley Manu asks for the dudaim and then Leia says back to her, Listen, Leia, listen, Leah, is it okay for me to have some of those dudaim and leia says back to her? You take away my husband, then you want my to die him? At that point Rachel could have just answered back to her very simply and clear, without any without even being anything wrong at that point. You know, excuse me, your husband that I'm taking away from you, I gave you your husband. He was supposed to be mine, and I gave him to you, you know, you should have you're complaining, is that the way you know, you deal with me? Ha how, how could that be? No, no, no. Rachel didn't do that. She said, "Oh yeah, sure, sure, no problem. You no, let's work it out together. I need some of those gedoyim." At that point, Ruchel and Mainu showed her, "There's no grudges. There's nothing here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah you're married to him. It's your husband. As, as, as you as you feel and as you wish." She worked so hard to make sure that she shouldn't detect that that she owes her anything for it. So much so, as Fasemes points out, after this whole story with the Dadaim, so Leia becomes pregnant with Yisochar and then Zvulun, and and after that the pasuk says VaYiska LeKim Es Rachel. Hashem remembered Rachel. VaYishmei Aleh LeKim VaYiftachas Hashem listened to her and opened her womb that she should be able to conceive. Now what's pshat that He remembered her? VaYiska LeKim Es Rachel. So Rashi says, At that point, He remembered her. It's a good deed that she did by giving the simanim over to her sister <coughs> to, so she shouldn't embarrass her. Asked if that's the reason why she had children because of the simanim that she gave to her sister, so why didn't she have children until now? That was done right at the beginning of the marriage of Leah, right then and there, Rachel should, be, should have been to have children. Why now, all of a sudden, now, only now she's having children because even though Rahul did it not to embarrass her sister, but there would have been room to think there's still something that she feels that she owes me something or, or it's not a hundred percent. Rahul may know had to do something, some type of taudo, some type of action to crystallize and to clarify and to show that it's a hundred percent without any without any grudges, without any claims, a hundred percent of vita for not and not to embarrass her sister. And that was when Rachel when Haleia started to tell her,
1: Ah, you're taking me
0: of my husband Rachel didn't answer back and she just said, Yeah, no, we'll work it out. That showed that it was a hundred percent belief showing and that was the split for her to be able to have children. Like I'll tell Tells so the first to explain that Rachel Main wasn't supposed to have children. She was a, she was physically barren and she wasn't meant to be able to have children. She didn't have the chemical makeup in her body to be able to have children, the natural chemical makeup in her body to have children. It was because of this action of this visor that that, that that made a a a a rash in shemayim that changed the whole beer chateva, the whole nature that she should now be able to have children. So you see from here something remarkable how may know when she when she was Mavata gave away herself and gave up her whole future, which seems like she was losing out in the end, she was up getting everything getting more in return. The supposed to be able to have children came because she gave up her husband. When she thought she's not going to have Yaakov as a husband, she got Yaakov as her husband. When there would have been room to think, like we saw that Yaakov got angry at Leah and got angry at Lavan for being for tricking him like that, but we never find that he got angry at at Leah at all, at Rachel at all. On the contrary, after he wakes up and he finds out the next morning that he He Leah, and he wakes up in the morning and sees that it's What did you do to me here, Leah? Rachel Varetima. Didn't I work for Rachel? Why did you trick me? After that, the Pesach says, when he gets married to to Rachel, <speaking in Hebrew> when he went and got married to Rachel as well. <speaking in Hebrew> and he loved Rachel even more than Leah. Even after she went ahead and gave away this money, there would have been room for him to say, what's, what's his business? I made up with you. I didn't want to be tricked. How how dare you do that? Very nice. You want to do a teva for your sister, but how could you go ahead and betray me? On the contrary, it made him love her more, made him, be, made him be impressed with her more, that she's totally taking, she's totally worried about her sister so much that she shouldn't be embarrassed. That's something which, which, which triggered off a certain respect that he had for her and brought things even further. So much so that many ask the question, how did Rukhle even do this? How was she allowed to do it? We have a rule normally that if I and if there's one person and another that have a chance to have an opportunity at something ruchness, and I have the opportunity to someone else, and I can give it to the other person to have that opportunity in Ruchnius, Hayekha Kaidman. If you have the opportunity, you grab it first. <laughs> in Ruchnius, we try, to, we try to do as much as we can. So how could Ruchli Benel give that over to Leah? The lesson that Ruchli taught us is true. I would have come to a higher demandreg in Ruchnius if I would have married Yaakov, and it's true when you have a higher drag of Ruchnius and I can get it, I, I grab it, and I try to take it even before somebody else, but not at the expense of somebody else. Not when someone else is going to be embarrassed. Not when someone else when can lead to any type of Then we don't try to run after Haim majalis and ruchnius because then it's to, that that's, that's not exactly it's, it's counterproductive. And that's what we see over here by Rachlimenu that that she was effort to have children that her husband of the because that that's the reason why Kli was able to will be able to come back by Hashem from the galus. That's Hashem That's the that's the of that vita, that giving over. We find so many places in the history of Christ, so many stories. One story I think I told over not too long ago, but the, the two Kalas that were supposed to get married on the same night, and one came from a big family, one came from a small family, and they got married in the same hall. And the bigger the bigger the one that came from a bigger family and the girl that was much more popular and had a lot more friends, she got the smaller hall. And the girl that was not as so, so big of a family and was also not as popular, she was more on the quiet side. She got the big hall. The big hall was much nicer. Had a much nicer chuppah. Instead of the chuppah being in a driveway on the side of the building, it was a, a nice, nice canopy and a whole. It was a much ni- nicer setup for the chuppah and the hall being much bigger, much more comfortable, and much more convenient. And the girl who was of the bigger family, the more popular girl, went to look at the whole of her parents and she said, it's not going to work. How are we going to fit here? You know what? She, you know, she's not as, you know, you know, she, uh, you know she doesn't have as big of a family and I, you know, I don't think she's going to have as many people coming. Maybe she'd be willing to switch. So they asked her and she's like, you know what? Of course it's much better for you. Take it. It'll be much better. if you, want. yeah, without well, any heart-feeling, mouth yeah, no problem. Right? Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm happy, to be, happy to give it to you. And then a few mo- weeks later, there was a wealthy person that called up the hall and said, you know, the minute when, I, when, I, when you make a hasna for a child, did you try to give money towards a suda saniyam to help people that, that need money, you know, to help them to, to help them with whatever they need to give them for a suda? So, you know, I'm making a on this this night. Um, maybe I can help a little bit towards the Hasna that's in your hall on the same night. He says, well, you have these, these two over there. He says, oh, yeah, look, what's, what's the setup over there? Well, we have two halls. One's a big hall, one's a small hall. Oh, how many people go into the small hall? So, oh, how many people fit into the small hall? You know what? I'll cover the whole thing. I'll cover the whole chasana. So here she gave away, so she should have, and in the end, took care of the whole cost of the chasana for her. In other words, we never lose out when we give in to somebody else. But we're learning from here so, 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 so clearly how when we grow and we build ourselves, it can't be on the expense, at the expense or on the expense of somebody else someone else was going to be hurt, someone else is going to be embarrassed. And this Hashem, if we all try to work and take this lesson from Rachel Y'meinu, Hamam Rachel, that worrying about somebody's embarrassment, to worrying about somebody's welfare, trying to be sensitive and trying to avoid machleikis, that should be a close for us as Hashem to come back from that, this big and long, painful gulf that we've been through for so many years and bring us to the Guddash Shleim of the Meir and bring nachas to the whole cry Israel. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and co to